0: This is Danny Lou coming at you with the Slow Traveling Soul Sister podcast. Travel nourishes the soul and broadens the mind, but slow travel frees our imagination and builds our confidence. Hashtag go see, do, be. In this episode, I discuss Black History Month. What is Black History Month and why is it celebrated? Black History Month, originally known as African American Heritage Month, really dates back to 1915 when Carter G. Woodson, known as the father of black history and the pioneer of African American studies in the early 20th century, created an organization called the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History. And in 1926, Woodson initiated the first Negro History Week in February, specifically because of two significant birthdays, Frederick Douglass on February 14th and Abraham Lincoln on February 12th. The main focus of the Negro History Week was to encourage the teaching of the history of black Americans in educational institutions, particularly at the primary level. However, most school systems across the country ignored the curriculum or denied the need to teach it. However, more than 40 years later in 1969, black educators and students at Kent State University in Ohio proposed a month long observance to reflect on more than 400 years of African American history and heritage that have shaped the American culture. And the first black history month took place one year later in 1970. By 1976, Black History Month was widely celebrated across the country and not only in schools, but in colleges and community centers. I'm torn. Does it matter? Does it truly matter? Black History Month began as a way to remember significant people and events, but we are still mistreated or treated as third class citizens in the USA. And I feel as punishment for helping to elect our first black president. The USA is going backwards, actually retreating into the Jim Crow era or worse. I can't remember which famous guru mentioned online that he could not find black talent for management positions in his company. And somebody wrote back, stop looking at Harvard. Howard University has beaten Harvard in debates How many years in a row now? Seriously, I try not to regret much, but I really regret not going to an HBCU, which is Historically Black Colleges and Universities. Anyway, I recently accidentally watched a video on Instagram where two young boys were fighting in a mall. The mall cops immediately threw the black boy on the ground and handcuffed him while they let the white boy sit and rest. It doesn't matter who started it, but it definitely matters how it ended. The mall cops are currently being quote unquote investigated. Right. They are probably on paid leave and will be back on the job next week. Well, honestly, I hope that every black and brown parent will not patronize that mall again or let their children anywhere near it. That is how we should protest pull our money out and put it to good use elsewhere. Stop going where they fake smile at you when you enter, then watch you like a hawk because of the color of your skin while a white girl steals from the racks and walks out the door bold as brass. It's happened. I've seen it happen and reported it. Nothing changed. Nothing really changed. And I'm tired. I'm tired, tired and scared. You see, I never watched the George Floyd videos, nor did I watch the Ahmaud Arbery videos or the others or the trials or even the Rodney King beatings because I see the killings and the brutality in my nightmares. I saw it as a child growing up in the 60s and every year that has passed since. I was even a victim of it a time or two and survived obviously, but no thanks to the racist cops that I met driving while black. It just added to the PTSD. I've been suffering since childhood and obviously absolutely nothing has changed a half a century later. So to me, Black History Month, year, century, millennium, it doesn't matter anymore. It never did really. I mean, I appreciate what the month was supposed to do, and I appreciate the allies that stopped by to express their opinions online and emails and in videos, the conversations that sparked better representation, identity, and diversity. But as long as we are feared, note, this is taught in the homes, they will never stop hunting us and hating us. I watched a young poet's video the other night, Kyla Janae Lacey, and it made me tear up. That young lady had so much to say in three and a half minutes that it's worth a listen. Here's some of what she had to say. We learned your French. We learned your English. We learned your Spanish. We learned your Dutch, your Portuguese, your German. You learned our nothing, yet you call us stupid. That's white privilege. What is white privilege? It is only the five decades of legal acknowledgement expected to correct 400 years of white transgression. It's blacks receiving almost 20% longer sentences for the same exact offenses. It's a black man without a record that is less likely to get a job than a white felon. It is the only time thousands of white people are cheering for the black kid to win is in a stadium. That's white privilege. She had so much to say. It's definitely worth a listen. And speaking of black kids in stadiums, I used to love everything about the NFL and my Pittsburgh Steelers until Colin Kaepernick took a knee. Then the real slave owners raised their ugly heads uh, and I gave away all of my Steeler paraphernalia and trashed any NFL gear. I haven't watched a game or a highlight or a sports commentary since. I now have better things to do with my Sundays, Monday and Thursday nights or whenever the NFL is on television. And despite the commissioner's non-apology to Colin and Black people everywhere, nothing has changed. Colin is still considered an outlaw, enemy number one, because he embarrassed the slave masters in public and they made it about the flag and not what it really was about. Nonetheless, with as much black history as you can squeeze in the 28 days, I still feel that the black woman is the most dehumanized and sexualized of any race. We are at the bottom of every scale as far as acceptance, our overall appearance, and especially our hairstyles. The workplace, corporate ladder and salary wise, that's obvious. Relationship status, mostly our fault, but it is and always has been part of systemic racism to separate our families, etc. Yet, black women are the nurturers of the world. Our female ancestors were kidnapped, enslaved, raped, and then expected to love and raise the white child above their own flesh and blood. They had to turn their backs on their own children because the probability of them being sold away to others was a real thing, a real, real thing. I can't imagine the heartbreak. And so they went numb to their own offspring. This just be strong above all else. Don't let them see your tears BS has been passed down from generation to generation, and it has helped no one. We need to show our pain and our frustration, regardless of being labeled an angry black person. Otherwise, they will continue to ignore it as they have done for 400 years. So while Black History Month lifts our people up for a few short February days, There's still so much hatred in the USA to tear it all down again in March. You can't be a queen if you've never ruled. And that means seeing the truth and doing something about it. What's that old saying? If someone shows you who they are, believe them. Why try to change someone or something that is broken? Why not change yourself and or your situation? Traveling abroad with an open mind should make you empathize with other cultures and should make you realize that you don't have to accept the mess that's going on in the U.S. for the last 400 years, especially if you go to the motherland, Africa, and visit some of the slave castles and other monuments erected to show the will of our people to survive the infamy. The real ugly truth can't be changed by time. It can be softened, but it can't be changed. So be the queen who decides that if she already has children or will have children in the future, she will raise them elsewhere. What hold does America have on you? The answer should be nothing and no one. Please know that you don't have to stay and be stuck in the USA. You don't have to accept your current role as a sub level human being with a big, butt birthing hips, and a backbone that built this country from the ground up. Be the queen that removes herself from a place full of pain and sorrow and fear and hatred. There's a whole world out there waiting for you to come live in it, be its foundation, and build it up. There's definitely racism in the rest of the world, but we're not hunted like animals as we are in the USA. So love yourself and your future enough to do something about it. Thanks for tuning in. In the next episode, I get back to the topic of slow travel. Please subscribe to the Slow Traveling Soul Sister podcast Leave me a review and share it with anyone you think might benefit. Thank you. Peace. The Slow Traveling Soul Sister podcast is sponsored and hosted by Selfish Me Travel.